Chapter 5 From Under the Bodhi Tree The next morning it is late afternoon and I am all the way shattered. Despite having grown up the middle of five children, sharing a room with the seven other members of Echo staff is too close of quarters even for me. With the exception of Johnny, everyone remains asleep in their bunks. The room smells like a sweaty sock and the air conditioner is barely working. My mouth is record-breakingly dry and I'm still wearing last night's outfit. Ugh, I gotta get out of here. I make my way across the street to Bantai Backpackers and head straight for the secret bathroom at the back of the lobby. I brush my teeth two and a half times, removing the taste of mummification. I cannot go out in public, I cannot go back to the staff room, and I am not even going to try to ride a motorbike. I'm in dire need of a place to just be. Retired at the age of 28 in paradise, it's a hard knock life for me. Leaving the bathroom, I catch a doorknob peeking out from behind a stack of lockers. Curious, I've never noticed it before. I wonder where it leads. I make my way over across the hall and push the lockers aside, coming face to face with a sign reading, staff only. Since I am untechnically staff, I turn the doorknob to reveal the fugliest backyard in the history of forever. I'm impressed a place this horrific exists on an island so stunning. A landfill comprised of grass, stuck somewhere in limbo between living and dead, Litter, broken furniture, and long lost shoes surround the area. A jungle wasteland where rain never appears to fall. What might explain the drip drop dripping from up above? Avoiding the potentially toxic droplets, I cha-cha slide my way over to the edge of the porch. Initially, I thought the eyesore at the center of the yard to be a bonfire stacked to the sky but a closer analysis reveals it is actually a rather wise looking tree. Sprouting up from different portals in the ground, miniature trees interweave to form one massive all-knowing trunk. Teamwork makes the dream work. I step off the porch and head towards the sage. Examining the roots, I attempt to decipher. What's up, mate? Johnny pops out from the branches. A joint hangs from the corner of his lips like one of Bugs Bunny's carrots. J -j -j Johnny, what are you doing here? This is the spot for smoking the weed when working. Oh, good to know, good to know. Want some? Johnny shoves the joint in my face. Upholding the belief it is rude to refuse a gift from a friend and never one to pass on grass, I accept his offer. What kind of tree is this? Oh, mate, this here, this most special tree. His name is called a Bodhi. Hopping down from the branches, Johnny takes a seat on a cracked cement bench below. Patting the spot next to him, he summons for me to come join. I teach you about the Bodhi, okay? Okay. I plop down next to Johnny. Storytime is my absolute fave. Staring between the Bodhi's tangled branches, I get lost in her twist and turns before getting lost in Johnny's words. I'm from Myanmar. 
the Buddhist country. We as Buddhists, Thailand is Buddhist, the Buddha, obviously he is the Buddhist too. It's all happening under the Bodhi. Long, long time ago, when the Buddha was born, he is Hindu. That's why we Buddhists, we sometimes same same as Hindu too. We worshiping the other gods, monks doing the Sanskrit chanting, you know, blah, 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 like that. The Buddha was born to India, and there he is really a prince. He is rich, very rich. Always having the big parties, spending all that money, mate. He is absolute legend. Straight baller, he living in the big palace, got the super hot wife. He never leaving cause he not needing to really. Whatever the prince is wanting, he is getting. Before prince's name is the Buddha, he is called to Siddhartha Gautama. One day he is deciding he is wanting to leave the palace so he can see the city where he is one day being king. Of course the king, is nervous about his son's leaving because the prince only really ever knowing the life that is good and safe. And the city is kind of a little bit shit. Okay, he thinking up a plan. The king is making a big message for the city, but he keep it a secret from Siddhartha. Everyone needing to have the big parade and all be so, so happy to the day when the prince is coming to see and everyone obeyed to him because literally, he is the king. Only here's what will happen. The truth is always making itself show. When Siddhartha in the palace, he never seeing any of the bad things. When he is going outside, he is seeing like all this crazy shit. You know, like the sick man, the old man, and literally, he is seeing the dying man who is dead too. All of this is happening and Siddhartha cannot even with his life. How is he supposed to be being the happy prince when the city is having like all of these problems? Now the prince is not so sure about his life. Not even his kid and his wife. Like literally, he is freaking out. Chana! He called to his brother, but no, not Buddha's actual brother, but his homeboy. Chana is driving the chariot, but there is no traffic because today is the big parade of the prince. Chana turned around talking to Siddhartha. What up, bro? We needing to go. I not liking to see the city. Uh-oh. The king will be so, so pissed if the prince is sad about seeing the city. Really? So now Chana is getting an idea. He will make a beautiful feast in the garden for Siddhartha. The feast will be being so, so perfect. Siddhartha will be forgetting all of the bad things. Yeah, okay, we will. Chana is so proud of his thinking. But first we is having one last place to stop. So now they is on their way to the garden and guess what is happening here? Siddhartha and Chana are meeting the holy hermit who is chilling. Hey bro, hey bro, Siddhartha saying to the peaceful man. What you doing? Oh, I am only finding to the meaning of life. 
Siddhartha is thinking this is interesting. He can like sort of see a glow around the holy chill bro. Cool. The hermit nodding his head. He is liking his life of peace. Sometimes I know eating. Sometimes I be naked. Sometimes I do the suffering. This is to find the meaning of life. Oh, cool. Can I do two? Asking Siddhartha. Sure, why not? So the hermit's man taking Siddhartha to his hermit bros. They're going deep into the forest and doing all these crazy things. No eating, no sleeping, be naked. Shit like this. They are doing this because they are thinking this is the way to finding nirvana. Enlighten. Peace. Something like that. Siddhartha is doing the sitting and suffering like this for more than five years. He become meditation expert. But he's still no finding to the peace. Literally, he is only finding to the hunger and frustration. One day, he is sitting all day again, and he is thinking he over it. What good is all of this meditating if he not living his life? He is so, so hungry. His stomach is doing the grumbling inside. Siddhartha thinking about food and poof! Just like that, appearing the girl with a bowl of rice. Pardon! Pardon! Siddhartha called to her. Can I eat some of your rice? All of Siddhartha's hermit bros are shocked. They are pissed. What is he doing? It is no time to eat. But Siddhartha, he no caring really. He is thinking, I am so hungry, I am not doing this anymore. And he tells to all his hermit bros, Peace! And he mean it. Since... Siddhartha is looking so hungry. The girl is deciding she will feed to him the rice. Of course, the rice not for him. It is for the spirit tree, but it's okay. She's giving to him anyway, since spirit tree not really needing to eat. Curiosity justifying interruption, I tap Johnny's shoulder. What's a spirit tree? Cupping his hands over his mouth, his inner DJ calls out. What? Mate, you not knowing the spirit tree? I shrug. Um, they don't grow in America. I don't think. Mate. Johnny shakes his head in disbelief. The spirit tree is the tree that is housing the spirit inside. He places his hand on the trunk of the Bodhi. Like this one, here. Grabbing my hand, Johnny sets it next to his at the heart of the tree. Its core throbs to the rhythm inside the DJ's chest. The tune of mine perfectly matches up. Three living beings perfectly in sync. My heartfelt desire to be Johnny's bestie no longer requires explanation. Laying my head on Johnny's shoulder, I look up to the tree. The wise Bodhi grows higher in the sky. Looking down at me, she gives a wink. When you believe it, you see it. 
for seeing is believing is backwards, or so I believe to think. Now that he is tasting to the rice and Hartha remembering it is so nice to eat, he is not wanting to do the supper again. He will not be going back to Hermit Grove. He will not be going back to Prince. But now what is he doing? Siddhartha is walking and walking and walking and walking. Finally, he is seeing the most beautiful Bodhi tree. So he sat down next to it, to doing the meditation. Because, why not? Bodhi! He said to the tree, I'm not leaving here until I am knowing the meaning of life. The... Bodhi cannot really do to the talking, but she tell to him, Okay. So said Hartha sitting beneath the Bodhi. He sit and he sit and he sit and he sit. He is sitting for so, so long. Said Hartha becoming said Hartha no more. Now he is sitting for so long. He is becoming the man with no name. The man with no name is sitting with the Bodhi. The man with no name waiting for the answer. What is meaning of life? He is not knowing still. So he just keep doing the meditation. He sit and he sit and he sit some more. When he is sitting, the man with no name is getting a visit from Mara, the devil god. She tell to him he is the failure. She tell to him he will never finding to the peak. She tell to him shame for thinking he is knowing better than holy men in the woods. Mara is spitting out all of the questions. Her job is to make a Siddhartha not so sure of himself. The man with no name is hearing the devil god, but he no caring really. He listening to the Bodhi instead. The Bodhi is like spirit of the earth. She is the mother whispering to his soul. Bodhi mama is telling to Siddhartha all the answers. She is telling to him all the light. Mara is telling to him the darkness, but he is needing both all of the time. Now Siddhartha is knowing the middle path is the answer. Siddhartha in the past being prince, Siddhartha in the past being the naked suffering man, Siddhartha now finding the clear full of peace mind. Now he consensing to Nirvana. He finding it here underneath the Bodhi. Except he is not here, really. Really, he is everywhere and everyone. Siddhartha no longer Siddhartha. Siddhartha no longer the prince. Siddhartha no longer the naked suffering man. Now he is the peace of everything. Now he is enlightened. Now he is the Buddha. The name of the Buddha is meaning the man who is being awake. The Bodhi, 
She is the one who is witnessing to the Buddha waking up. She is the one who is helping him finding to the peace. This is why we are always giving to her the respect. Maybe this backyard ain't so horrific after all. My hand remains placed in the Bodhi's heart space. From beneath her ancient branches, I rediscover her face. All knowing, all of everything, she watches me awake.